the difference. Uncle, good morning. God, God, yes, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Uncle. I hope you're well. Oh, I'm doing very well. I met uh, I met someone yesterday, and he gave me a message for you. Okay. Um, he said uh, this is um, a lecture from um, Winneba, from okay. the University of Education, Education. in Winneba. Okay. okay. Uh, and he said, I should tell you that from the very day he saw your picture, he fell in love with you. Aww. He said he looked at it and said, "This is this is a sweet um, girl." Oh, I think he, he said at that time he hadn't even heard your voice, and then uh, <laughs> when he heard your voice, then he said, "Yes, I'm right. I'm uh, she's a sweet girl." Thank you. And Thanks I said, to I told him, "You have no idea how sweet and how wonderful she is." <laughs> Thank you, Uncle. Thank you. I'm grateful. Oh, and uh, before I go on, let me also thank the team, the Joy FM team, for bringing us um, a full coverage of the um, MPP mm. um, primaries. Mm. I I was hooked to it the whole time. Yeah. Um, I followed it closely, and I appreciated the hard work they put in. Mm. Though I wish that the camera at the stadium. Mm-hmm. Four court of the stadium had been a little bit closer okay. um, to okay. the platform, but mm. it is it was a wonderful coverage. So Thank I equal to the team. Thank you. We oh, and my like. play for girls, mm-hmm. the spell <laughs> is on at Bema Camp, not at the National Theatre, at Bema Camp. And Mama V will give you all the details later. Mm. We now know the two main contestants for Ghana's 2024 presidential race. The NDC candidates, His Excellency John Mahama, the former president, books his place in May of this year. The MPP candidate, His Excellency Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, booked his place last Saturday evening. I know both men, and I find both of them to be decent men. John Mahama, I call a friend, and Dr. Baumir's wife, Samira, is like a sister to me. I have nothing but deep respect for both men, and I wish both of them all the best. And because the 2024 presidential race is on my mind, this morning, I want to share my perspective on politics in Ghana with you. Full disclosure, I do not belong to any political party, but I am a close observer and very interested in what goes on in MPP and NDC, the two leading political parties in Ghana. Now, because of my non-partisan stance, I've been able to have a good relationship with most of the men who have served as presidents under the 1992 constitution, beginning with His Excellency J.J. Rawlings. In addition to that, I have good friends in either party in parliament. With the benefit of the personal knowledge of these men and women who offer themselves to serve in parliament and as ministers of state and as presidents from both parties, I know that Ghana has been blessed with decent men and women in our politics. The question is, if they are that decent, how come that most of them earn such a bad name whilst in office? There are two answers to this question, and neither of them is easy to accept. The first answer is international, and the second is local. Let me begin with what I call the international factor. 
The truth is that Ghana is a sovereign country, but Ghana has very little control on some of the things that affect our fortunes. If you read the book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman by John Perkins, you'll realize that there are forces that there are forces out there that decide what happens in countries like Ghana. We can talk big in Ghana about our place in the world, but when it comes to real political and economic clout, we are not as strong and as important as we wish we were. The simple truth is that we are not completely in charge of our own affairs as we boast that we are. If you want evidence of this, don't look further than the fact that we are currently under the supervision of IMF. And this is not the first time we have found ourselves in that position. Our economy, our economy in Ghana is not in Ghanaian hands. Most of the sectors of our economy are owned and controlled by foreign com companies. For instance, how much of our banking sector is Ghanaian owned? How much of our telcos are Ghanaian owned? And that is to mention just two of the key sectors of our economy. We import everything from toothpick to airplanes. For a country that boasts of being an agricultural country, how come that the war in Ukraine affected our food supplies? For a sovereign country, we are too dependent on others for our survival and well-being. Our reality in Ghana is that when some countries sneeze, we catch cold in Ghana. As a Ghanaian, this situation is very uncomfortable for me to accept. And so I can understand why no politician is willing to admit that this is our situation, except when things get so bad that they have to give excuses for our hardships. Now, let me go to the local factor that causes our that causes decent people in power to earn a bad name. And that has to do with the kind of politics we have created in Ghana. Our politics demand that you de demonize your political opponents. Many Ghanaians have no idea that our politicians in private are friends. Because when politicians mount the platform, they paint their opponents as demons from the pit of hell. But in private, they are really friends. In the early days of the Fourth Republic, a journalist covering parliament found himself in the canteen during a break and was shocked to find MPs who had been at each other's throats chatting and laughing together. He thought that the people needed to know that their political leaders were not enemies. And so he published what he had experienced. The MPs did not allow him in the canteen again. They did not want the people to see that they were not enemies. I can understand that because this is a country where litigants in court do not want to see their lawyers being nice with each other, even outside court. But I wish that our politicians would signal more often to the people that they are not enemies. The result of the politics of demonizing your political opponents is that our politics also permits people to be as rude and nasty to politicians as possible on air. It looks like in Ghana, once you step into the political arena, everyone can say whatever they like about you and whatever tone they like in the traditional media 
and especially on social media. It looks like in Ghana, if your party is in power, you are useless to everyone who supports the party in opposition. I know that our leaders do not seem to be doing much about our hardships in Ghana, but they definitely do not deserve to be insulted. It does not make our problems go away. Once again, let me say that I know that Ghana has been blessed with good people in our politics. Why don't they deliver, especially when they are in office? Well, that is a topic for another day. For now, let me congratulate the two gentlemen who are going to give each other a showdown next year. The former president, John Mahama, and the current vice president, His Excellency, Dr. Baumia. Your Excellencies, I have a plea for both of you. You are decent men. Can you please ensure that those around, those around you reflect your decency and your values in their statements and in their campaigning? Can you please ensure that you give us a peaceful elections in Ghana? And may God himself choose which of you will serve Ghana best at this time. God bless both, both of you. And Mamavi, that is my presentation for this morning. And God bless you too, Uncle. Thank you for that humble prayer. Mm-hmm. You wake up in the morning and I'm yawning when you call in. So I'm on it. Sex in the city, no darling. Don't be boring. You ain't enough spring. Bad girl, show me some bad things. In slow-mo. Loogies. Yeah, she don't tell her she don't know.